Good day, everybody. Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. My name is Dr. Nick. I'm sitting here on December 22nd, the last Sunday before Christmas. So I will say Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays to everybody. I hope everyone has their gifts wrapped. I hope if you are traveling, I hope you, you will have safe travels to wherever you are getting to. If you're planning on having sex at your in-law's place, I got a podcast for that. For some reason, I'm in a mood today. I don't know why. The best way to explain it is this. Every once in a while, I seem to have a flood of information on a certain topic on my Facebook feed or it's in the news or whatever. And today, the issue that popped up the most for me was interracial relationships. I don't know why. I'm not really sure what happened with that, but I decided today just to have a conversation about people who are in interracial relationships and some of the struggles that they go through. So let's talk about that today. To get this conversation started, I'm going to go through a list of eight quote unquote challenges that people who are who are in interracial relationships may have experienced on a daily basis or you may not have experienced them, which is great and which says a lot about where you live. But in contrast, for um, those of us, like for me, who, who lives in the South, I've experienced these on, on far too often. But here's the list. Number one, open hostility and intimidation. So even when you're out in public, people may actually walk up to you and try to start some shit. That's real talk. Number two, negative stereotyping. Oh, you're only with this person because of X, Y, and Z. And that X, Y, and Z, they are rarely a positive. You see what I'm saying? Number three, derogatory comments in public. So yes, people may say something in earshot of you so you can, so you will they will say it just loud enough so you will have to hear it. They could whisper it to their friends or whatever, but no, they're not going to do that. They're going to say it just loud enough so it catches your ear so that they will know that you heard them say whatever they said. Number four, stares, insults, slights, and whispers. So in contrast to them not saying something out loud, they're going to look at you and they, you know, they'll make that face they're going to squint or whatever, and then they're going to whisper something to their friend where their friend looks at you so you know that they are talking about you and the person you were with. That happens. That's what people do, unfortunately. Number five, negative comments online and in the media. So, for example, if you have a family and you post your family and there could be some troll or whoever who disagrees with your partner because of who they are, they may start saying something, they may copy, your, copy and paste your picture on some crazy ass website. And then, of course, people are very brave behind their computer screens. Just keep that in mind. Number six, a sense of isolation, where people who, where those who are in interracial relationships feel that, they're, that they are the only couple who, who are actually going through these issues, these quote-unquote challenges. 
they should know that they are not the only ones who are going through this or, and or who are dealing with these issues. Number seven, rejection from family. Because truth be told, your family may not like your partner because of who they are, for whatever reason. If you, if you two don't match up to their expectations, they're, they're just not, they don't like it. And they will let you know, probably with phone calls, emails, text messages, or even comments while you're trying to navigate the holiday season. That's why I kind of brought this up today, because many people you know, will be going home you know, for the holidays with their, with their new partners, and surprise, their family doesn't like it. And number eight, loss of, loss of contact with friends and family because of your partner. So now you have your family is just re- like rejecting you, and also they shut you down. They, they cut you off. They don't have anything to do with you. So those are just eight challenges for people who are in interracial relationships. But you know what? I want to take it and just twist it a little bit because those, those are just like the basic Wonder Bread challenges. Those are nothing new except for social media because it's, it's newer technology. But I just want to take that idea and just spin it on its head a little bit and really try to get a conversation started. And just to be clear, that was just eight challenges that interracial couples have to go through. And I don't want to sound like I'm being dismissive or anything like that, because some of the violence, including including physical violence, is real and it's well documented. So I don't want to really act like I'm trying to gloss over anything. That's not the point. I'm trying to get to this question right here. And this comes from an article that's, that has been floating around Facebook for a little bit of time now. So the question is this, can you be pro your race, you know, like fill in the blank, and still be in an interracial marriage or interracial relationship? That's the question. And the article I'm going to discuss right now, the author says no. The article I'm going to discuss appears in the theblackdetour.com, and the author's name is Robin Branch. And she says it is contradicting to be both pro-black and in, the, and in an interracial relationship. She says, quote, if your priorities and values are centered around your culture and black identity, you will, you will marry within your race. You can't be pro-black if your actions don't reflect that ideology, unquote. And then to the topic of interracial children, she says, the problem with procreation within black interracial relationships is that it dilutes the black race. The black family in America is at risk of becoming obsolete. So can you be pro-black or pro-Mexican or pro-Asian and not have a partner who is also black, Mexican, and or Asian, respectively. So, of course, big shock, I'm going to disagree. Because from my personal experience of being being a black American in this country, it doesn't matter who I'm with, I get judged as soon as people see me. 
meaning that people see my skin color first. They don't have a choice. The eyes see my, oh, here comes, here comes a black dude. Fine. So I get all the weight that comes with that. It's like me being an individual. Even if I have someone standing right next to me, she could be black or Asian or white or whoever, whoever. In this case, my current, my, my current lady is white. All the stereotypes, they, get, they come our direction, or I would say they come my direction. Because not like I'm thinking people are watching me, or maybe like rental cops are, but like, you know, my, my ego is not that big. It, it, it's not like Elvis has entered the building and all that shit, no. But I know that there is a certain weight that comes with being seen and being judged. And that's what happens a lot of time. So it's like no matter what I do, I'm going to be judged. But then at the same time, I don't really feel I have a choice except to be pro-black. Because that's just, that's just how it is in this country. You know, I, I try to uplift, I try to educate others because I am a big fan of each one teach one. Sometimes I've been more successful than others. That's just how life goes. But yes, I mean, and also just to take it a step further, because I am currently in an interracial relationship, I don't think I'm more pro-black or any less pro-black. That's, this is just me being me at this point, because this is the skin that I'm in. This is my 48 years in this country. This is, this is how I've learned how to navigate the system and keep my sanity. Some, some of my partners have been more woke than others. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I really, I really truly believe that I really don't have a choice except to be pro-black. So in closing, I can admit from my past dating experiences, I have experienced all eight of those negative challenges that people go through. And from teenage years up to now. That's just how it is. That's the state of this country that, that we live in right now. And has it gotten better? To a point, yes, but I think it depends on geography. Because a, a quick story is that a buddy of mine, he's black, his wife is white, and they were traveling through the deep south. And he broke a, <laughs> he, he broke a rule where you only, you only get gas or you stop in major cities to fill up your tank or whatever else, and you don't really stop at these little side towns. Well, he stopped at a side town. He got out of the car. Everything was fine. People were, were hey, how you doing? Waving to him, just being neighborly. You know what I'm saying? Just, just being nice. He told her to stay in the car. She didn't understand. Guess what she did? Exactly. She gets out the car. Everyone stops and stares. He gets like five gallons of gas in the car or because yeah, she wanted to get out and run into the store to get some Twinkies and shit. And he gets like five gallons of gas in the car. Everyone stops and stares. That's a feeling. I've had that feeling before. That's not a good one. Your radar immediately turns on. Honey, get back in the car. Let's go. Why? Get back in the car. Let's go. And we got it. And so he had to explain what happened? That's not really a struggle or a, or a challenge, but sometimes there will be those circumstances where a person of a, of a different race may not understand 
the situation that they are in because they never had to deal with that before. Because we've all had our quote unquote own green book that we use to get around this country. We know where to stop and where, to, where not to stop. But I'm just saying. So my last question is this. So yes, I do believe you can be pro your race and fall in love with someone else who was not of your race. But can, it, can you be pro-white in, in an interracial relationship? And I would say, yeah, you can, because being pro-white has a negative connotation to it these days. Think about that for a second. But if your partner is on board with it and they're okay with it, well, there you go. So on that note, I'm sorry for such a heavy topic right before Christmas. Um, please feel free to leave comments down below because this can be pretty interesting. So on that note, you guys have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Take care of yourself and talk to you soon. All right, bye. <laughs>